Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The great Peter King will stop by in about 20 minutes from now. Jamal Crawford, working for Turner Sports, former shooting guard. And Chase Daniel, former NFL quarterback. He'll stop by as well. Your phone calls are welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. And our Twitter handle is uh, at dpshow. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the program. And we have Moonshine available just in time for Valentine's Day. We restocked with some of our more popular flavors, salted caramel and also peppermint, which uh, is basically chocolate in a bottle. Available now at danpatrick.com. This first hour brought to you by TireRack.com, the official tires of the Dan Patrick Show, the easy-to-use tire decision guide. See the full lineup of Continental Tires, special offers there. And ask about mobile tire installation as well. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming. And uh, Seton will do the honors with the poll question. Do you want to start out with, I, I'm still in a Detroit Lions mode. Right? I can't, I can't shake it. Yeah. And I, I now content wise, I was rooting for the Lions because the Lions going to the Super Bowl. I mean, th- this Super Bowl matchup is strange that you have two teams who should be there. They've been there before, and it doesn't have as much buzz yet. So I'm still feeling that Lions fallout the day after, or the day after the day after. It's still painful, just because they had it. And now Dan Campbell, it's, he's going to be answering this question or these questions probably the rest of his career. If he doesn't get back to uh, an NFC title game or doesn't get to a Super Bowl, he'll be answering these questions probably the rest of his career. In fact, he was still answering those questions yesterday. You know, look, it's uh, hard to lose that way, but um, I'm, re- I'm proud of that. those guys in there, proud of the staff. And, uh, you know, we did some really good things this year, and, and ultimately we improved, which was the name of the game. You know, I think, um, unfortunately, you got to live that to really understand why you're in this business, and that's what it's for, playoffs, NFC Championship game, Super Bowl, um, and now your eyes are open. You know, and our guys' eyes are open, and this should be the ultimate motivation 
to push forward, and it will be for us. It will be. So we'll learn and move on. It's weird to hear Dan Campbell and not hear that passion, that excitement, ready to bite your kneecaps, that this this is hit hard. And he's going to answer these questions about going forward on fourth down, not going forward on fourth down. And I certainly understand it. And, and I, yesterday I was thinking about this most of the afternoon. And that is, what do I want my coach to do? We have an identity. And, and I said you know, yesterday, it felt like Dan Campbell was coaching against Dan Campbell in these situations. Like, this is who we are. This is who I am. Was it the smart decision? Well, we can look at the end result and say, no, it wasn't. But in the moment, I understood it. I also think, uh, and, and talking to a former defensive coordinator yesterday afternoon, and he said, nobody's really talking about the Lions felt like we can't hold the Niners back anymore. That the Niners were getting the ball and scoring. And I think Dan Campbell may, may have felt a little bit of that, uh-oh, you're up 24-7. Everything's good until, uh-oh. And that's what, you know, this former coach told me. It was the uh-oh moment where there's no turning back. Now you have to score every single time. And maybe that's why he went for it on those two fourth downs in the second half. The one at the end of the half, if that's your identity, then go for it. I, I understand it. You want to take the points. But if that's your identity, that's your knockout blow, then you're up 28-7. to seven. I get that. The second half, I think you got to factor in Detroit's defense was not slowing down the Niners. Not at all. Yeah, Paulie. I think I have a poll off this. Um, if, I feel bad for the Lions for a couple reasons, but I think it's worse their loss on Sunday than if they made the Super Bowl and lost. Because you get to the Super Bowl, you're in it, you get two weeks, you're the bell of the ball. All of America's talking about golf and, and Amon Ra for two weeks. Yeah. Your town is alive. You get two weeks, like it's like a, a pre-parade and you missed on that opportunity. Like, remember the Vikings a couple of years ago? They were going to host the Super Bowl yeah. and play in the Super Bowl. And even if they would have lost it, that, that two weeks would have been magical in, in the town of Minneapolis. And in Detroit, they missed out on that part of it. And I think it's actually worse not making it than making it losing. Yeah, because then everybody talks about you for two weeks, and then they do features on your city, and then they talk about uh, revitalizing downtown Detroit, and then they have features on Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson and Wayne Fonts, or, well, maybe not Wayne Fonts, but, you know, they, they, they look at the flavor of your city, and we won't get that. I mean, selfishly, I wanted Buffalo to play Detroit in the Super Bowl. I thought that... that that would have been a, cl a clash of the two best storylines there. Yes, Todd. On the flip side, if you're a Lions fan, do you walk around with your NFC Champions hat and sweatshirt if you were to lose the Super Bowl? Uh, I, up to the individual. I mean, I, I would be proud that we got there. Of course, as soon as you wear it, then people are going to say the same thing. Do you think that uh, Coach Campbell should have gone for it on fourth down? That's going to be the question. It's like the Falcons in, in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. We kept wondering, why are you trying to move the ball closer, kick the field goal, you're going to win the Super Bowl. And then they dropped back to pass. And that was Dan Quinn, by the way, who was the head coach. I know Kyle Shanahan gets criticized. Dan Quinn was the – how many times does the offensive coordinator get held more responsible than a head coach in a big game like that? But that, that happened in Atlanta. Yeah, Seton. There's just something so tough about – the season's not over for everybody, but it is for you. Yeah. And especially when you're on sort of like a 
magical ride like that, if you want to call it. It's as close to a Cinderella story as you can kind of get in in the NFL. But it, it's not over for everybody because they're still going to play next week, but you guys are out. Man, is that tough. And you're going to watch or you're going to... You're going to try to watch, and it's going to be tough because let's say the Niners win the Super Bowl. I mean, that makes it even worse because you're going to go, God, we had those guys on the ropes. We could have won that easily. And you're still going to be asking questions in the offseason. Also, one other thing that Dan Campbell said that really stood out is he said, I don't know if we'll ever get back here. And I think it was a moment of honesty of, You know, if you would have said to the Eagles, hey, you guys are going to get back here next year. Well, they didn't. Uh, Here's Dan Campbell. It's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been all a shot. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I I know how hard it is to get here. I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. It is. Because we just assume. And, you know, the poster child for this was Dan Marino, Miami Dolphins, second year in the league, playing the Niners in the Super Bowl. They get blown out. We're like, Dan Marino and the Dolphins, they're going to get back. Yes, Marv. Even Aaron Rodgers, when he won young. Yeah. Oh, he's winning three, four more of these. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so tricky in the NFL because of your scheduling. If you, you know, where you finish and your schedule's harder. Uh, what, you know, divisions are you playing the following season? A lot has to go your way. What if you lose your coordinators like the Eagles did? They lost both their co- coordinators last year and they paid the price this year. Uh, what if Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, gets the commander's job? So there's a lot of things that can happen in the offseason or going into next season. You're not surprising anybody. Everybody's going to expect you to be great. Not, wow, that's a cute style. Look at the Lions. Man, okay. I like the Lions. You know, they're fun to watch. I don't know how good they are, but they're fun to watch. And then all of a sudden, here they are on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. And when I first started this at ESPN, when I became a a full-time sportscaster, I put my fandom to the side. Now, I root for stories because I didn't think it was fair that I grew up in Cincinnati and I might say something about the Pirates or the Steelers or the Browns and then have somebody read into that. I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to be unbiased. But the one thing that you give up in a situation like that is these situations here, the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I don't experience that. You know, the pain because it means so much. You care so much. That's why it hurts so much. And having that highest of highs when, you know, Paulie's Cubs won the World Series, when the Red Sox won the World Series, when you see these moments and you go, that's why we're sports fans. And I do miss that. I, I do miss the pain, as strange as that's going to sound. And this is as close as I felt that yesterday and today with the Lions because. This is secondhand pain. It's not even firsthand pain. But it's understanding what it means to a city, to a state, to a franchise. And that's what you root for. You're rooting for that's that kind of story. Because you can tell that story for a long time. Yeah, Paul. 
I bet people in Detroit are really glad we're talking about their team today. <laughs> we haven't moved on to the Super Bowl. We're still focused on the teams that are in it. Oh, I know. They, they were mad at me yesterday because I was saying, hey, it, was it a successful season? But Which it is. But it, we we it, were really empathetic with them yesterday. You know, we like shared well, a I moment. had a caller who said he wanted to strangle me. Understandable. <laughs> he didn't do it, though. Right? No, he did not. All right. No, he said he wanted to reach into his laptop and strangle me. <laughs> Which would be good TV, but uh, no, I understand it. It's like Buffalo, you know, you, wide right. Like you just keep going, you know, then, then you go back to winter. Like Detroit, Michigan's going back to winter. Lines are done. It's winter. Buffalo, Buffalo done. It's winter. That's when the literally cold, harsh reality sets in. Like, damn, does it feel colder? <laughs> Yeah. All right, Seaton, what's the poll question we have today? You know what? I'm actually going to throw it over to, well, wait a minute. Let, before we do that, I'm going to get to one from Pauly. Okay. And then I'm going to throw it over to my uh, back row wonder twin. <laughs> okay. It, uh, it, for Lions fans, which is tougher, uh, losing the NFC title game or the Super Bowl? Okay. Or which would be tougher since okay. we only know the outcome of one of those. Uh, yeah. yeah, ouch. Um. <laughs> I think I think losing the Super Bowl is not as painful as losing because at least you, know. you got there. Yeah, at least you now got there. if I said you were up twenty four to seven in the oh. Super Bowl, <laughs> Atlanta, hello. <laughs> oh man, well that's unfortunate. Sorry, Lions fans. Now, Todd, did you have T.O. Dubs got a couple? Okay, here we go. Okay, one of them would be, if your current age is double digits, will the Lions reach the Super Bowl in your lifetime? I think so. They will not. Talking about the 10-year-olds and above. Okay, that's a long time. I, I'm going to say yes. I'm curious about one through nine, though, why they have, like, but it's not going to happen in this one, but the following nine years, it probably will. A seven- or eight-year-old may see a Super Bowl. when they you know, Much more nine. likely that they will. Remember when Boston had that run? where every one of their teams was winning, and they may have gone like one year without a championship. Imagine if you're like 12 years of age, and just about every year of your life, somebody, some team in your city is winning a championship there. And then that's when they're like, we haven't won one in three years. Yeah, poor kid, hardship. Uh, what else do you have, Todd? Right, we got a few others. Okay. Are you less excited about the Super Bowl because it's Chiefs Niners, same as four years ago? Yes or no? All right, we'll save that one. Yeah. Here's another one. How has the presence of Taylor Swift affected your feelings toward the Chiefs? I love KC more than ever. <laughs> I loathe them. Oddly unchanged. Yeah. Uh, I'm oddly unchanged. <laughs> But I, I don't get you know caught up in, oh, my God, they show Taylor Swift. You know, does anybody get upset when they show Robert Kraft at every Patriots game? CBS feels obligated to show, oh, there's uh, Robert Kraft and his son. Or Jerry Jones. No. I don't think people get upset with that. But Taylor Swift, oh, God, she's always got to be on camera. She has nothing to do with the camera work <laughs> in a game. Yeah, I, I, we're going to get a lot of Taylor Swift, though. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey retirement question mark if they win. We'll talk about that one as well. Also, Bill Belichick, what Bill Belichick's going to do over the next, you know, certainly during Super Bowl week, that, that'll be a topic of conversation, whether it's actually 
on the radio or TV or behind the scenes. That, that'll be a discussion or two with Bill Belichick's future. We'll uh, give you our thoughts on that as well. Anything else, Todd? Uh, one other one. Should the Super Bowl go back to being played the week after the conference title games? Choices are absolutely way too much hype for two weeks. Let's kick it <laughs> off already. No way. I enjoy the same storylines regurgitated for 14 days up until wait, the wait, nine why hour don't you just Why don't you just say yes or no instead of I think it's projecting? More, I think it's, you can't just say absolutely or no way. There has to be a description. Okay, give me that again. Absolutely. Way too much hype for two weeks. Let's kick it off already. Or no way. I enjoy the same storylines regurgitated for 14 days up until the nine-hour pregame shows. I think there's seven-hour pregame shows. But yes, I, I get what you're saying there. What, you don't want to hear about Mr. Irrelevant again? You know what? I think they should just game play the game. Game manager? Is Brock Purdy a game manager? Play the game this Sunday. Let's go. <laughs> go. I do like it where it's the, the following week. You know, the, the uh, extra week in there. Uh, sometimes it gets a little dry when you're going, eh, what are we going to talk about today? A little parched with storylines sometimes. Jazz Hawks game. Yeah. Senators, Flames, there's stuff going on in sport. <laughs> All right, let me take a break. We'll get to phone calls, settle on our poll question, and Peter King will stop by as well. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. According to DraftKings, the Niners are two-point favorites. It's been fluctuating between one and two and probably will be staying in that vicinity leading up to the Super Bowl. Also, odds to win the Super Bowl MVP. Who has the best odds? Patrick Mahomes does. Then it's Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Kelsey, and Debo Samuel. Interesting, the Niners are favored, but the player favored to win the MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Peter King, kind enough to join us. Pete's on the road. He is, uh, was uh, in San Francisco. He was there with the Lions and the Niners, and uh, you stayed there. Are you? Uh, it's, uh, it's early out there, Pete. Uh, it's dark out it's there. Early, yeah. Uh, where are you? Yeah, I'm on my way to I'm on my way to do a story out here uh, with the 49ers before I come back home to New York. And the only way I could do it, unfortunately, is by doing something very early this morning. And then I realized when the great Todd Fritz asked me to be on the show, I said, "This is going to be dark out here where I am." <laughs> so anyway. Sorry about this weirdo, uh, you know, this weirdo look this morning, Dan. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Glad to have (laughs) you. Glad to have you there. Uh, Can you tell us what you're doing with the 49ers? I really can't, but it's not any deep, dark secret. I just am not going to say anything until the column comes out next week. Okay. Uh, What was your takeaway from the Lions' perspective a few days removed from it? Well, I I kind of split the baby on this, Dan. I think that Dan Campbell was fine in going for it on fourth and two on his first series in the third quarter for a very simple reason, that they had obliterated the San Francisco defense in the first half, and they were playing great. And on this particular drive, they had taken it down the field 47 yards. The 49ers, as of yet, had not stopped them. And so it's fourth and two. And you say, hey, we could be ahead 31 to 10. Let's do it. Let's go for it. So I don't have a problem with that. Because remember, I mean, the reason why we're all talking about this, honestly, is in large part because of Jameer Gibbs' fumble. You know, basically right after the 49ers score to make it 24-17. The second one I have a real problem with because – you're down with seven minutes and 36 seconds to go, 27-24. You have a 48-yard field goal. And, Dan, when I meet, when I tell you 
that being in that stadium that that day that night it was an absolutely beautiful day and the weather was zero factor at the time of that kick it was probably 65 degrees mate you know no wind and you know so I don't know. A, a field goal kicker should be able to make a 48-yard field goal, especially especially when you consider that if you're the Lions, you have to think to yourself, we're only going to get the ball one more time. That's it. We got to tie this game. And then we our defense has got to make a stop. So that's how I look at those two things. You've been in so many locker rooms uh, over the years. Like, I have secondhand pain for the Lions. I'm not invested in the Lions, yeah. but I feel I feel for that fan base. And Dan Campbell and everybody, because they may not get back here. Can you remember going yeah. into a locker room that had sort of a similar feel? Well, the unfortunate thing is I didn't go into the Detroit locker room uh, after the game. Uh, but obviously there was devastation in there um and and look i i think the one game that i thought of that the 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 two teams were just like distraught or the team was distraught after the game was the giants when they lost to the bears in chicago on the sean landetta whiffed punt now you got to be a person of a certain age to understand that and to remember it, right, Dan? But I think, honestly, if you remember that moment, you remember going into that locker room after the game that the New York Giants would be fried, and they were. Talking to Peter King, he's uh, joining us somewhere in the Bay Area and uh, by candlelight here, it's it's like the Blair Witch Project, uh, Peter. Where... Yeah, yeah, I should have thought of that. It's a great one, Dan. I should have thought of that. The Ravens' loss, it feels like, is being overshadowed by the Lions. Should it be? Man, that was a bad game for the Baltimore Ravens. It was a bad game in so many ways. How many veteran guys on the Ravens made absolutely stupid plays? And look, you know, you're competing out there, and I understand it, but Kyle Van Noy is 32 years old. He's one of the smartest guys, you know, on, on, that, on that team. And he headbutts Travis Kelsey? I mean, how foolish is that? Roquan Smith, the defensive leader of that team, $20 million a year man, you know, the, the centerpiece of that defense. This generation's Ray Lewis. He's not as good, but that's what he's asked to do. And he not only jumps offside, which would be understandable, but he plows over a guy and gets a 15-yard penalty. I mean, those things are just not possible, not tolerable. And that's what would really bother me. And, and look, Lamar Jackson's throwing into triple coverage. And again, I'm not in any way dismissing that. Horrible decision. <laughs> but he's trying to make a play you know, when nothing is going right for his team. But overall, this is another uh, mark in the column of Lamar Jackson's not very good in the playoffs. He has had one great half in six playoff games. That's just not good. And and I know everybody will have different reasons for it and all that stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, Dan, he's been overall a lousy playoff quarterback and that can't be erased by two mvps 
If I would have told you 30 years ago Vegas would hold the Super Bowl, what would oh. you have said? Hey, if you had told me 20 years ago, eight years ago, <laughs> I would have said, you're out of your mind. It'll never happen. But the NFL got in bed with the gambling interests. Everybody's in bed with the gambling interests now. Everybody. It's not just the NFL. And it's not just every sports league. It's every media company now. Yeah. So uh, what, do you, what do you expect? Honestly, what do you expect? The NFL is going to play a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. It's totally insane to think about it. But, again, that's the way our country is going right now. Yeah, I, I just worry because, you know, Commissioner Goodell was anti-gambling in 2015. And of I don't he was. I don't know if anything changed other than they realized what their piece of the pie was going to be. And these other leagues realized their piece of the pie and what it was going to be. Dan, honestly, it's the one the one reason why you can't blame the leagues, quite honestly. The one reason is very simple is that the the legal system in our country, the judicial system in our country, said gambling's fine. Go ahead. All you states, you make your own rules on gambling now. You make your own laws. It's up to you. And so now we have uh, legalized sports gambling in how many states in the country? I don't know, at least 20. And so, you know, that is what happened. Mm -hmm. But... The NFL uh, not only, uh, you know, embraced gambling, it's gotten full on into bed with gambling. And if, if you can make money on it, the NFL sniffs it out and figures it out. I want you to place Bill Belichick in a media job. Where would it be? What would he do? I mean, Rich Eisen had the best take when I talked to him the other day. It was – he said – how about a coach cast with Nick Saban where they go and stream on uh, whatever, either Fox or, or Paramount Plus or Peacock or maybe even Amazon Prime. You know, they, they, they figure out a way for Belichick and Saban to work together, very light lifting. And Belichick could sort of change the narrative on who he is and what a dour, you know, sour – uh, antagonistic human being he is. I think he needs to do that because look, if you're going to hire a coach next hiring cycle and understand that when Bill Belichick takes the sideline for your team, he's going to be 73 years and five months old. Well, you better think that you're hiring a guy who you can get along with because at the end, the crafts really didn't get along with Bill Belichick. And and so he's got to change the narrative on who he is. Yeah, I'm wondering, you'd have to have a, a strong host with Saban and Belichick because they'd have to kind of get yeah. in and out of segments there. It couldn't be like the Mannings, but I could see where those two guys and their friends have them, uh, you know, dish on games. Um, but also I was wondering... Here was one we were talking about. You know, Greg Olson has done a really good job with Fox this year. Yeah, I'm excellent. Okay, why, why don't can you monetize Brady in the studio more than you can with him just being at a game? I don't know that, Dan. 
I'm a little dubious about that because, you know, if you were one of six people in a studio, is that worth for an hour of a pregame show and some of a postgame show? Is that worth the same as when 56 million people are watching your game and watching you? I don't know what the ratings are for the pregame shows, Mm -hmm. but let's say it's, what is it? I don't know, eight or 10 million. I don't even know, but it's not huge because there are so many of them. And so the fact is, I think it'd be hard to monetize that if I were Fox. I wonder if you could put Brady in with Olsen and maybe do a little uh, hybrid, a little combo platter there. Maybe. You know, the three-man booth, though, is a totally different animal. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe Fox will decide to do it. But <laughs> I think what happens then is you have the guy who's making, what did he make this year, $10 million? I don't even know. Uh, what, 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 I, I, I shouldn't even say, what did he make, $10 million? I don't know what he made. Mm-hmm. But... Brady obviously is making whatever it is, $37 million. And it would kind of seem absurd that the guy who everybody right now thinks is one of the best or the best making a quarter of what the big star is making yeah. and outshining him in the booth. It would just seem pretty weird to me. Yeah, I, I wonder. We have Greg Olson on the show tomorrow, but um, I thought that he did a you know really, really good job in simplifying the game, and I thought he had a really good yeah. performance over the weekend. And we were just wondering if you put Brady in the studio, let's say Fox's studio there, uh, people want to see Tom Brady. It's not – I don't know if it's necessarily want to hear him, but see him in the studio. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. And, Dan, I think the other thing is – I don't know who actually pays, who looks at a game and says, I'm going to watch this. I'm more eager to watch this because I love the analyst of the game. I I mean, maybe some people did that with John Madden. I don't know. But I tend to think that the vast, vast, vast majority are going to tune in if Bozo the Clown is the analyst on the game. Well, I'm wondering about that too. If you got 56 million that watch the game, it's you know, does Tom Brady bring more to that? Or if I put him in the studio, you're going to watch the pregame maybe more, and then you'll stay tuned for halftime, and then you'll stay tuned for the postgame as well. Like that would be something that I think you could say Brady is getting an audience, maybe. keeping an audience more than you know who's broadcasting the game. Maybe, but just, Dan, imagine if you were Fox right now and you go to Tom Brady and say, hey, I know you've been working for the last six months and doing a lot of practice broadcasts and you've been going around the country and meeting with different people and really honing your craft when you become an analyst at a game site. And imagine Fox goes to him now and said, "Uh, we want you to be in the studio. (laughs) If I'm Brady, I'm saying, A, no, B, you guys still got to pay me what I'm worth because this is not what you hired me to do. What would a Super Bowl win mean for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's already had an absurd career. He's already had the kind of career that 
one third of the way through it that I'm pretty sure he'd make the Pro Football Hall of Fame if, uh, you know, two weeks from now, he never stepped on a football field again. But what, what it would mean is it would accelerate his process in winning a third Super Bowl to basically competing with Tom Brady uh, to be the best ever. Because clearly, if you win a third Super Bowl in your first six years, that's an absurd start to your career. And again, look, Brady had sort of two careers. He had that first half, you know, when he won three Super Bowls. Then he had a drought, and then he won three more. So I I don't know what it would do other than to just sort of put an exclamation point on what everybody already thinks of him, which is that he's got a very good chance of going down as the best of all time. What would a Super Bowl do for Brock Purdy? He's already an incredible story. And I think if he wins this game, I mean, maybe, possibly, could be, you know, we'll shut up all the people who think the 49ers are winning in spite of Brock Purdy, which is so ridiculously insane. You know, and I hate the whole analytics element that that basically gives that breath. Because a guy who's the quarterback of a winning football team, you can't make excuses for that. He has a lot to do with it. He doesn't have everything to do with it. And he has an incredible supporting cast. But let me ask you this question. How great is Jared Goff's supporting cast? It's probably the best supporting cast of any quarterback in football. And yet everybody talks about, oh, man, Goff is really taking his game to the next level. (laughs) I mean, at some point you're going to have to. And again, look, Brock Purdy's had his hiccups this year. There's no question about it. But, you know, every quarterback does. And I just think the second half he played in that game and how he's played overall in his first, whatever, 25, 28 games in the NFL, it really should be enough for people now. But for some, it isn't. Great to talk to you, Pete. Thanks for joining us and uh, safe travels back. Thanks so much, Dan. Appreciate it. That's Peter King on the road doing something secretive. What could it be? What could it be for Peter? We're going to find out next Monday, the Football Morning in America column. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up next, we've got our play of the day. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, my God. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Luca challenged by Boncaro as he comes across the line on the right. Gardner comes up to trap him. Luca bounce pass left to Williams and back to Doncic left in the circle against Boncaro on the drive right elbow. Up top, Lively stuff it home. That's courtesy of FM 96.9. The game. Luca Doncic had 45. Ninth game of 40 or more this season, tied with Joel Embiid for most of the NBA. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by the great folks at Express Employment Professionals. Hire your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the location nearest to you. That's ExpressPros.com. Keep an eye on the Joel Embiid story. He didn't play in Denver, and he didn't play in Portland. I believe he's missed 12 games. Now, you might say, okay, what's that mean? He has to play in at least 65 games this year to qualify for postseason awards. So, first team, All-NBA, MVP. And if you don't, then... uh, And that's why the odds have changed this morning. DraftKings has the odds for the NBA MVP. And right now, it's the Joker. And uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is second. Then it's Joel Embiid, Luka, and Giannis. But Joel Embiid says that uh, the knee is bothering him and uh, missed back-to-back games there with Portland and Denver. And I believe it's 12 12 games. So we're not even at the All-Star break, and he's missed 12 games. So the odds of him staying healthy to be able to play at least 65 games, that's why uh, the Joker is a a big uh, favorite now after he missed these two games. Yes, Paulie? If you're the 76ers coaching staff and Joel Embiid, What's your motivation for the second half of the season? Get enough games to play MVP or make sure you're completely healthy for the playoffs, which is actually necessary? Well, you got to be healthy. But 
doesn't he have kickers in his contract and I, I escalators? Get, yeah. And, yeah. That's going to be awkward. That's why it's always tricky when they put incentives in a contract. Because it's a team game, but then you want to be selfish, too. And it, it's just like, you know, receptions by, you know, in the NFL. Well, that receiver is going to be like, throw me the ball. And the quarterback's going to be like, I, you know, I want to get it to the right guy. Well, I got to get my incentives here or certain carries. You know, those are the kind of things. I would think wins would be a in really important incentive for somebody because that's the bottom line. You want to win. You should win. Not, hey, my numbers are I'm going to play in just enough games. I want Joel Embiid healthy. But, uh, it, you know, the reason why we're at this point, because, you know, guys were sitting out and they weren't hurt. They were, you know, basically just managing this. Now I'm going to manage the season, and I'm going to sit out a couple of games. That's why, you know, the commissioner put in, you got to play at least 65 games. And this is for all of the max contract. I mean, everything's attached to this, playing 65 games or more. But uh, something to keep an eye on as uh, we head into the second half of the season with Joel Embiid. Yes, Marvin. Yeah, thanks, Greg Popovich. <laughs> this is all your fault. Ruined it for everybody. Oh, big game of... Well, Kawhi Leonard, I mean, there's some players who took advantage of this load management. But that's all from the Popovich tree, because Kawhi Leonard played for... Greg Popovich for a little while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're all big game of Miami on TNT. Well, I know, that one was, that was tough. Let me me send you home. Yeah, we're... We got Tim Duncan and uh, Manu and Tony Parker, don't even go. Like, what? Commissioner's like, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna find you a couple hundred thousand dollars for that. And I don't think Popovich blinked an eye. Yes, Marv. Yeah, David Stern looked like he took that well. <laughs> yes, Paulie. Why could an awful team have vented load management? Like Greg Popovich, he, he did it and then they won a bunch. They won titles with load management. Like the Pistons should be, you know, load managing right now. Yeah, if like the two thousand four Bulls invented load management, we'd all be fine right now. But the uh the Wizards beat the Spurs last night. The Wizards have won back to back games for the first time this season. They were the last team in the league to have consecutive wins. Break up the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Ow! of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I got a grassroots campaign that I want to run by you. And I want you to tell me if you like it and what we can do. So it's something to think about when it comes to when the Super Bowl is played. If we have two weeks in between conference title games and the Super Bowl, how about play the Super Bowl on the Saturday instead of the Sunday two weeks after the AFC-NFC title games. Who's with me? Everybody. Yes. Wouldn't it be great that you have all of this time so both teams get plenty of rest. Saturday is the Super Bowl. Sunday you get to recover. Paulie? I think you will get unanimous support. Once you get over the stupid awkwardness of removing the phrase Super Bowl Sunday, which will bother me for about three minutes, the idea that you could be Saturday, 
Put the game even a little bit later start. It doesn't have to be 6.15. It could be 7. Mm-hmm. People could have parties, stay out later, not worry about running home and being at work the next day. Yeah. You would, I think you'd find almost unanimous support for that idea. Well, if the commissioner would come on the program, then I would tell him about that. So maybe I could send this to Rich Eisen or somebody else that when they had the commissioner on. Maybe Stephen A. Smith. Let, let, he can take credit for it, but uh, you know, let him know. This is what we're, this, we're starting the campaign here. Yes, Todd. Even Russ Tucker and Mike Florio, they yes. out with him on this very show. Yes, maybe they could fill in for me just to tell him. How about we do this, Kamish? Two weeks in between, how about a Super Bowl Saturday night? One hour in the books, two more to go on this Tuesday. More of your phone calls coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.